0: We're here, and Hello. we're doing. It's our last recording that we're yes. doing.
1: Our vacation. And I'm so excited. I am too, but I'm also nervous. I'm like waking up in the middle of the night and, and asked me how many times I woke up last night. I'm so tired.
0: You're having trouble sleeping? Why? Because you're nervous, or do you think because you're excited?
1: I think it's both. Uh, I'm not a good traveler, as we all know, and when the dog woke me up as soon as i wake up to let the dog out but he goes right back to sleep and my mind is racing i'm like this is a nightmare and then one time i thought he fell out of the bed so i woke up all freaked out but he hadn't i just dreamt it then he did wake up and then angel woke me up at like four o'clock this morning and i started emptying the dish drain while she was outside doing business and i'm like what the fuck am i doing I'm so tired. And then I finally fell back asleep. And when I woke up, the alarm went off. I was like, no.
0: You better not have that alarm clock set for when we're out of town. If you're trying to get up at like well, I'm 7 a.m. every day. I'm gonna be upset. <laughs>
1: I'm not paying all this money so we can sleep in in Scotland. We are getting up and going and doing things. I'll leave you there. I'll go do things with Scottish men (laughs) without you.
0: Well, I don't sleep in anyways. I naturally wake up. Like this morning, of course, last night, I'm like, I'm going to turn my alarm off. My alarm was actually set for six. I turned it off. Mm -hmm. I woke up on my own at 545. I'm like, just for the world to fuck with me? Like, what is this?
1: (laughs) Well, see, if I don't set my alarm, I will roll over and it'll be 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'll be like, what the fuck? I flushed a whole day. I don't have that many left. I can't uh, be flushing any days at this point in my life.
0: I think it's because you do wake up so much throughout the night. Like, I don't do that. So I'm not having this mm-hmm. horrible interrupted sleep thing like you are.
1: And it is horrible, let me tell you. Yeah, in my imagination, when we go on this vacation that I had to pay a fortune for, and we're going to be traveling God knows how many thousands of miles, I'm going to sleep solidly through the night and wake up in the morning and feel like a new person. It's it's
0: possible.
1: We may need to travel to the other side of the world just so we can get a good night's sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. It's what having dogs that does to you?
1: Well, having cats too does it for people. I've seen videos of people trying to sleep and their cats jumping all over the bed or jumping from the bed to the clock, to the door to the bedroom. And I'm like, what the hell? How do you people deal with this? Yeah, I don't know. I
0: don't have that problem. Or I sleep through it. I should say I'm a very heavy sleeper. So So,
1: uh, this is our last book. I'm super excited. I need to talk to you later, sometime in the near future, about the number of suitcases. Because I was thinking, even though we can bring an extra suitcase, how are we going to manage all that luggage? Oh, I'm not bringing two suitcases. Oh, I thought you were. You said you were an empty one or one just for food. I know. I was (laughs) joking.
0: (laughs) I thought you were real. I thought it was real. Part of me is serious because I'm convinced the food is gonna be absolute shit while we're there. And um say that out loud. I'm
1: I'm afraid too. They have eggs a toast
0: i think it's just so different and i'm not an adventurous person and so not that the food there is actually bad i'm just such a picky eater and i'm not adventurous that yeah me either it's gonna be hard for me to find things that i'm willing to eat it's totally a meat issue me uh, it's too. like i'm breaking i breaking up with scotland it's me not you um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my God, same here. I think
0: that I'm going to bring a bunch of snacks. I'm already planning on having a lot of space in my big suitcase that I'm checking already. So I I haven't actually packed that big
1: suitcase yet. So we'll see how it actually works out. Yeah, I don't know why you have so much space and I have none. And my friend Emma was telling me I told her well you were only bringing raincoats and was that crazy of us not to bring a, a heavy coat and she said absolutely I can't believe you're not bringing a coat
0: like a warm coat yeah you're the one that's only bringing t-shirts so <laughs> And like one sweater. I'm bringing like seven long sleeve shirts, a button up thing. Like I have, maybe you should come over here and see what I'm packing actually.
1: Yeah, maybe you're right.
0: What an adventure this is going to be. Yeah. All right. We'll figure it out. I'm really excited and proud of us that it is actually September still. And we're recording an episode two weeks in advance to release while we're on our vacation. I'm very impressed with us.
1: Well, I'm only doing it because you're doing it and making me do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. I'd be running around the house screaming like, oh, my God, I still, you know, I have to clean the house before Remy gets here and I have to try to declutter which is just overwhelming for me just to look at between I have art stuff from one end of my dining table to the other and then a different art stuff all over the island and also different art stuff on top of that in my living room. I needed this upstairs attic to be converted to a place where I can just dump everything because there's no room down in this little house.
0: Yeah, but then you probably would still do it all in the kitchen and the living room and everything.
1: Though so, Well, that's probably true true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to argue with you because it's probably true. I can't help it. It's okay. oh my god! All right, good. All right, so let's do this. Yes, let's.
0: Okay, today's book is "How It's Supposed to Be," book one in the Oath of Bane series by T. S. Joyce. Did you see her wedding pictures? Well, yeah, I saw them. They're so beautiful. I know. Have you seen any of her honeymoon pictures?
1: I saw the one where she's in front of the bear behind the. Yes, i'm like oh oh my god no i guess they went to alaska is that where they went they went to alaska she wants to see grizzly bear i'm like no well
0: he actually planned that for her as a honeymoon surprise
1: only huge gorgeous built sexy it's freaking in tune with what his woman needs
0: in the wedding day of like wedding gift he sent to her he gave her an orange soda because that's the soda he gave her at their first book signing together i'm like oh, oh my fucking god no wonder the men she writes are just like him like big yeah grizzly men who love their woman who are sweeter than pie why couldn't i find one of
1: those i'm so i sad. don't know but-
0: I'm obsessed with them.
1: Yeah, I am too. They're adorable together and she looks so beautiful in her dress and he looks so handsome. And just the way he's looking at her, you can see he's besotted with her. I know, very excited for them. So yes, that's why we picked this book. Yes, congratulations to the newlyweds.
0: Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can start, go ahead. Okay. I I just have to say that I fell in love with the female main character Gwen (laughs) within like three pages of this book, okay? Okay. I did too. Uh, Yes. She's quirky. She's hilarious. The book opens with her driving to a ranch called the Crooked R Dude Ranch. And she's driving there because she just broke up with her boyfriend and she needs to go on this retreat for a couple days to kind of feel independent and Get over her boyfriend. My first note is that this is a much better option than changing your hair or cutting bangs post breakup.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny because I actually thought I would love to go to a dude ranch. But then I'm like, really? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have to think about it. So she's driving to this dude
0: ranch. And while she's driving, her BFF calls her on the phone. Their conversations are hilarious. And Mm -hmm, they are. Gwen ends up telling her friend that (laughs) this is why I love her. She's such a scatterbrain. She says that she's over boys, basically. And she says, all the boys are banned from my yard. Eight no
1: milkshakes here. Oh, I'm going to play that song next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she also tells her friend Tabby that she is going to be unable to reach her for 3 days because of the wanky internet phone service. And Tabby says to her, well, I think it's kind of sketchy. And she's like, no, it sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. I think there's a no technology rule
0: at the dude ranch.
1: Yeah, they'll take her phone or something. They have to shut their phone.
0: So she ends up ending this phone call with her best friend by telling her not to worry and that her and Billy are going to be fine. And her friend's like, who the fuck is Billy? What are you talking about? And she says, Billy's my blow dryer. Gotta go. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)
1: I love that.
0: Yeah. On this car ride, she's been talking to her blow dryer, Billy, which she has buckled into the front seat, passenger seat of the car as her companion. Love it. So, but of course, no sooner does she end that phone call with her BFF that she looks up into the road and she does see a massive tree falling across the road and she has a horrible car accident.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. The, The whole car is destroyed and she's trapped and knocked out. Chapter two
0: opens in Ox's point of view, the male main character. And he thinks about how the crows that are circling, how they're here, like he can see them and how seeing them is always a bad sign. Even though he really hates the crows and has some sort of weird history with them, he thinks about how something deep inside said he needed to get under the crows.
1: Yeah, he says that crows are drawn to chaos and they're aware and intelligent. And apparently he drives a tow truck and when the weather's really bad, he clears the road, and if a tree's down, he ends up cutting the tree up and getting them off the road for people. And then he thinks to himself, well, there's no humans on the road today, which is smart, because it's really windy out. He also thinks to himself... Crows don't have much use for bear shifters either. And I thought, oh, here we go. So he does go under
0: where those crows are circling and he sees uh, that fallen tree and he sees the car. When he looks in the car, this is what he thinks. The woman had buckled in her hair curling thingies like they were people. Fucking weirdo.
1: well that is a little different right he's not interested in humans he's not interested in her i want to say this because i just thought this was hilarious it's like Mm -hmm. the he says the usb is demolished and he thinks to himself please be alive and he his bear thinks please be dead (laughs) he just shakes his head trying to get those thoughts out of his brain his bear is mean Oh, yeah. And he sees her brown hair, and she's stuck behind the steering wheel. She's not moving. He's all, Miss? Miss? And he thinks he knew the the rules, and the rule is he can't show his power to humans, but this lady's in trouble. There's a lot of rules that he references in the book. He's also not supposed
0: to be touching the humans, but something about her, of course. He can't just leave her, even though he hates it. She does eventually open her eyes, and he describes her eyes as being as having gold rimming her pupil inside the green pretty color werewolf eyes but she smelled utterly human yeah isn't that interesting yeah i highlighted it because i was like oh that's kind of interesting but then it never comes up later in the book that Maybe she's a shifter as well. She's not. She's a human.
1: Yeah. So he's having this conversation with his bear. He's thinking of all these rules in his head, and it says, There are rules. They'll kill you. And he says to the bear, Shut the fuck up. And then he hears her say, Help me. I love when she wakes up and
0: she starts talking to him. Of course, she hit her head or something. So she's really out of it. And When she looks at his eyes, she says that they look like mercury. Your eyes are silver and churny. I broke a thermometer on the floor once and there was a (laughs) little blob of mercury. I was seven.
1: I highlighted that too. And it's so funny because I also broke a thermometer, and that's exactly what it looks like. She just says the most
0: hilarious things to him when they finally start talking. He ends up being so against touching her and carrying her that when she asks if he can carry her and Billy, he says, maybe just crawl to the truck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But of course, she's wearing high heels. And he's like, what is that? what What's on your feet? And a t-shirt. So this yeah. is
0: actually my next highlight. He thinks she was wearing a tight V-neck shirt that showed her cleavage and skinny jeans, but that was it. Current temperature, 10 degrees. Then he says, where is your damn jacket? This is what she says in response. So growly. My head yeah. is dizzy. <laughs> Look what I'm doing to the
1: snow. I'm a painter. Because her nose is bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, so she's bleeding all over the snow. She's so messed up, but she's got a head injury. Yes, yes,
0: she does. They finally get in the truck. His thoughts are fucking hilarious because he's like going insane with how much talking she's doing. At one point she says, I smoked weed once and this is what it felt like. Being Mm -hmm. high felt all fuzzy and blurry, but there was less bleeding and
1: more hunger for Taco Bell. (laughs) he's freaking out but he ends up realizing he looks at her he tells her put pressure on your nose and your nose is also broken he's trying to pull down the visor she pulls her down And then she pulls his down and says, where are your visor mirrors? And he says, I don't have mirrors. And she's all, who doesn't have mirrors in their truck? I don't because I don't need, I don't have the need to check my fucking mascara lady. And she's all, my nose is broken. And he just reaches over and sets her nose. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he does that for her, which is horrible.
0: And he's also not nice to her at the beginning because he tells her at one point, you probably lived off your looks too long. Anyhow, now you can grow some personality. Yeah. And then he yeah. thinks her mouth fell open and she blinked hard and then something awful happened something horrifically, terribly, unacceptably,
1: horrendously awful happened. The creature started crying. And she tells him, you're the rudest man I ever met. I almost died in that rack, and I don't feel good. And my boyfriend broke up with me and moved to California with a girl named Tiffany Bunsen, like the burner. And she's perfect Franklin. And he's all, who the hell is Franklin? She's all, that's what I'm calling you because you're a stranger who hasn't given me one word of comfort and you haven't introduced yourself so until you do you are franklin i highlighted that too that was hilarious it was hilarious and he's all i'm not the man for this job and she's all what job at one point he thinks maybe i should push her out of the car and just let her
0: die it would be a mercy
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and he finally tells her i'm not supposed to touch you and she's like okay no one asked you to touch me you creepo Mm -hmm. they are Hilarious.
0: I don't know if she starts calming down or she gets a little morbid and she tells him, "If something happens to me, my name is Gwen, the password on my phone is 101010 and you should call Tabby in my contacts. She's my best friend, she'll know what to do." And he says, "Stop talking like that. You're fine." And she says, "But I really don't feel fine." "You're fine."
1: <laughs> yes. You're fine. I thought the same thing, grandma. This is always close by. <laughs> And while he's um, telling her, you know, you're going to be fine. And she's like, I don't feel fine. His truck hits a freaking tree. Okay.
0: I just wanted to point out her password is the yes. same as the cabin from the other series. The 1010. Mm-hmm. 1010. The auth- yeah. The authors does this a lot actually in this book. And yes, he hits another fucking tree in the road. Yeah. So now she's been in two car accidents.
1: Yeah. This poor girl can't to break and he's like freaking out because you know how's he gonna get her back into town she's bleeding way too much you know she has this weird head wound yeah that's when he thinks dump her go home his grizzly's telling him this grizzly is so mean Dumper, go home and he tells this grizzly stop it and she's like what she thinks he's talking to her and he just tells her you have to stay awake he ends
0: up taking her to his cabin which i guess is nearby but the chapter ends with him thinking about how his brothers are going to have to kill him for breaking the rules yeah i guess the whole time he was interacting with her he had a face covering on so when she finally sees him without that bandana or whatever it was covering his face she describes him as having a full beard high cheekbones and light brown eyebrows (laughs) this was fucking funny when she sees him without it for the first time she tells him you said you're a one but honestly you were closer to a nine i would say (laughs)
1: 10 but i ducked points for rudeness yes yeah and she's still calling him franklin and he's like my name is not franklin lady does she know his name yet or she i don't, I don't know he does Mm-mm. okay so
0: he was in the barn attending to some chickens and she's like oh my gosh you have chickens so she picks one up and it ends up pecking her in the cheek and she yelps and he says see she doesn't love you she pecked you and she says Mm-mm. she kissed me her love is just violent and he says, your positivity is annoying. And she says, maybe I'm trying to grow a personality.
1: And she's excited about the chickens. She wants him to teach her all about them. And then he she says, and maybe give me one of your chickens so I can pretend it's mine until I leave here. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: she's just hilarious. She does end up naming that chicken and she does ask him to teach her how to care for them she tells him a little bit about her ex and then he starts to get upset about all the shitty things he's hearing about the ex and he says one of my favorite lines if you tell me the ways he made you sad gwen i'll want to kill him Mm -hmm. Ah, it, i highlighted that and then he says tell me (laughs) yeah They spend the day tending to the chickens. She sees some pigs. She wants to adopt the runt and make it an indoor pig. Oh my god, so funny. He even teaches her how to use a chainsaw to cut up firewood or trees. The day finishes and she tries to kind of lean in for a kiss, but of course he backs away and it's really awkward.
1: Yeah, I mean the whole thing was her ex-boyfriend kept telling her how to useless she was she's becoming more confident because he's teaching her all these things like you know she's bottle feeding the baby pig she's taking care of the chicken she made a sandwich he's like look you can cook because she told him your ex. My ex said I couldn't cook. And she brings him a sandwich and some tomato soup.
0: For being a human hater and really growly, he's actually very supportive of her. And he teaches her a lot of things in their first day together.
1: Yeah, and he does help with her confidence by telling her you are not worthless look at all these things that you've done in the next
0: chapter we find out more about him and his brothers he has two brothers and why they avoid the humans so much he thinks about he's not telling her this he's just thinking about it how he and his mm-hmm. brothers were the last three Three of their kind. Their job was to die off and end the bear shifter line. Human females could bear shifter sons. They could be turned. They would extend the line. Humans were untouchable. Those were the rules. So that's why they avoid the humans so much. And that's why he says his brothers are going to have to kill him now because he's interacting with a human female.
1: Yeah, and he refers to his bear, his shifting ability as a curse. And that's why he and his brothers made this pact that they're just gonna they're never gonna procreate so that this is the end of the curse in the next chapter i have in the note in the next chapter is when she
0: learns his full name so i don't remember if she's learned his nickname by now or not when she learns his full name he says his name is Oxor cyrus bane and she mm-hmm. says, Oh my gosh, how are you this hot and have the coolest name in the whole world? He tells her that his brothers are named Moore Dunan Bane and Brickin Gun Bane.
1: Yeah. And she goes, Oh, your parents must have been so cool. And he tells her, My parents have died. And he said, mm-hmm. Don't don't be sorry for me. The world's better off without them. And I thought, Oh, this is so sad. And then she yeah. finds out they're they are triplets. Hot growly
0: triplets.
1: Yeah. And she's all, you're a triplet? And he says, twins and triplets run in my family. There hasn't been a single cub born in 30 generations. And she goes, cub? She says, so you'll probably have twins or triplets, and that's when he tells her the Bane line ends with me and my brothers.
0: My next note is when they're doing like a bonfire or a burn pile or something Mm -hmm. and she burns the letters from her ex.
1: Yeah, it's a ritual thing she was going to do at the dude ranch. Mm -hmm. A
0: a spiritual cleansing. I highlighted this or I put a note about this because I thought it was really hot what he tells her. He says, you aren't that girl anymore and you'll never let a man make a fool out of you again. Swear it. And she says, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I swear. And then he says, good girl. Mm -hmm. Why is it hot when a guy says that? Good
1: girl. I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. But it's hot. Because it's praise. And praise is good. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know. No no wonder it seems so foreign to me. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. All right. Some people aren't into it. Some people want to be called
1: a dirty little slut. And that's what they're Mm into. Okay. You know, to each their own. (laughs) I'm by the situation. Name preference. Equal opportunity. Bad having a super hot, hot time, then sure, feel free to call me a dirty little slut. I'm fine with that. (laughs) I'm doing something nice for you, or I'm going to do something nice for you. You can look at me and say, good girl. Situational. Yes.
0: So while that burn pile letter thing is happening, they hold hands and he does kiss her and the whole situation is super sweet. Yeah. And I think it's the next morning when she wakes up and she describes how his voice sounds. She thinks, ooh, the snarl in his voice had chills rippling up her spine in a good way. He should have been a book narrator. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was funny. This was super sweet, what she says to him. You're giving me space to become a better version of myself. You're giving me a foundation to become bigger than I was. And you're proud of me when I make progress. Proud, not intimidated by a growing woman. It's the biggest gift a man can give. And he says, I like you growing out of your old skin. It's the best show I've ever seen. Yeah, so sweet. I know. I need a growly man who's hot as fuck and says sweet shit to me. Don't we all? I do. Jesus. Yeah, we all do. We all deserve this. Why can't I find it? Maybe we're not manifesting enough. Maybe we need a vision board.
1: (laughs) A vision (laughs) board? Oh my God. Yeah, I just feel like uh, it's over for me. I'm running. It's over. I've missed that train and it's so fucking sad. You know, the reality of being in a a real relationship is very different than what you're reading in these books i mean this is not you know there's not the day-to-day bs that you have to
0: deal with yeah i hear you after they do have this conversation they do have sex and it's hot but also sweet of course because this whole book is hot and sweet at the same time and i don't remember is it the next day or later that same night when brick shows up at the cabin do you remember
1: i think it's that night because he first he sees the crows are circling and he's freaking out because he knows it's coming now he just knew it was a matter of time before this is gonna be A problem with his brothers she ends up seeing a change in his face and she knew something was wrong very wrong they were in the house playing cards is what it was and he looks out the window and he she sees a man standing at the edge of the woods and he's also wearing a mask covering and he tells her stay here and she starts freaking out the eyes are glowing and she's like oh my god she's starting to see the bear i guess Um, Well, she's seeing something weird happening with the eyes, but
0: he says to her, Brick isn't here to talk. Go inside and take the keys off the hook. Ignore what you hear. Ignore what you witness. Take the keys to the truck and drive straight into town. Do you understand me? I'm going to buy you time. Follow the tracks down the mountain. Take a right onto the main road. Don't stop until you reach other humans. Oh, so sad. I think Brick turns into a bear first. And she freaks out. And she's like, he's a bear. Oh, my God. And Ox says, so am I. And he changes into a bear. They start fighting with one another. And she has to kind of, like, run to the car to get away. And they're fighting close to her. And Brick is trying to get to her while she's in the car. And it's all very scary. But she does manage to get away. Yeah, and she's thinking they're going to kill each other. Mm -hmm. But she keeps going (sighs) because he was doing that to buy her time. Chapter 9 opens with Oxer's point of view, and he thinks that it took 10 days and 10 hours for him to stop looking over his shoulder because he was convinced that when Gwen got to town, she was going to tell people about what she saw and he was worried about it. also thinks about how Brick wasn't dead and that how that was going to haunt him later and that he had his chance and he didn't think that he would be able to win a fight between either of his brothers. But he said this time was different. He'd had something important to protect and that Gwen was important.
1: Yes. I thought that and, was sad. sad. You know, good for her for not. Not telling the cops and keeping his secret but it was so it was sad because i'm like Mm -hmm. how can they ever be together if his brothers are insane well he also thinks about how his
0: brother hadn't even been conscious at the end of the fight and that the other brother could come back and finish brick's job someday but that ox could die knowing he didn't kill something that couldn't fight back so he let his brother live which is like shocking,
1: as he'd shown mercy to i thought his name was brick Yes. Okay, and left him there to bleed out or survive. It was up to him, but uh, he just walked away, and he realized his brother did live eventually. The next chapter is in Gwen's point of
0: view, and she's back home, and she's talking to that best friend that she was talking to. At the beginning of the book, Tabby, mm-hmm. but she's really not happy. Tabby thinks that she's upset about the boyfriend that she broke up with, but Gwen tells her basically, no, you know, I met somebody, something else happened. I'm upset about that, not about the shitty boyfriend that I originally broke up with. But she doesn't tell her about the shifter thing. She doesn't tell her any real details.
1: All she, yeah, all she says is he has a has a big life and I don't fit into That I don't fit Mm -hmm. into, but I wish that I did.
0: She does end up getting a mystery box on her porch, though. And when she opens that box up, it has her duffel bag that she left behind. And a bunch of photos that Ox had been taking of her that she didn't realize he was taking while she was
1: at the farm with him or his house. It was so sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah, and the the little piglet is still in the house. Yes, he sent a picture of the pig. (laughs) Samson... Because he said, mm-hmm. you can't have the pig in the house. And a couple of chapters was opens up with the pig being in the house. And it's, she's bottle feeding it. So he kept the pig in the house. It's so cute. He also wrote her a
0: beautiful letter. And at the bottom of the letter, oh. he leaves his phone number. She does FaceTime him and they talk. And that's good. And then in the epilogue, she's driving back up the mountain to surprise him. Yeah, And she's a little... A little nervous because she didn't tell him she was coming, but she she wants to be there and the book ends with them hugging and her saying that she's there to stay.
1: Yes, and it says and stay she would she chose this life. She chose a man who shared a body with a bear. Yeah, he runs to her. It's also romantic, but I'm like how can she go back when his brothers are such fucking assholes and going to kill her again? I mean, her his brother almost killed her,
0: but he's there to protect her. So I guess it's a really- risk she's willing to
1: take. Well, not me, man. (laughs) I don't care. He'd have to be glued to my side 24-7 with a 357 Magnum on my hip and bear spray. I think it's kind of ironic that
0: he would have bear spray being a bear, but if my man was like this, I wouldn't mind him being glued to my hip. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. What do you rate it? Well, I
1: love all of her books and I rated the one, probably, I would give this book Four Wet Panties. And okay. I'm probably going to read the next book because there's other books about his brothers, of course. Oh, yes, there are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you read them? Yes, I would give this probably four and a half wet panties. It was really good. It's got everything you expect from her books. It's got witty banter. It's funny. The characters are good. This book was only... These are all really short books in this series. I'm trying to look up how many pages it was. I think this is pretty similar to the book we did about the vampire alien that I said was most erotica. But this is a short book story short book that has developed characters that has interesting you know side characters or interesting conflict or more than just sex so this is how you do a book that's 170 pages not the other way that has like no depth
1: i agree 100 percent. and i think all her books are like that she i don't know where she gets this talent or this gift maybe her man inspires her I wouldn't doubt it but all of (laughs) the books end up you know basically giving you really good characters really good side characters great banter humor plus the sex that isn't too much I mean sometimes it's just pages and pages and pages of oral sex oh and I have to ask this question i'm gonna totally change topics but it seems like okay. in all of these it seems like in 99 of these books and i'm not saying that about this book there are pages and pages and pages of men going down on women and they always tell the woman i want you to come before we have sex and for me it's like once i come i'm pretty much done i'm too sensitive to have sex why are all these books portray? is there something wrong with me i don't know i don't understand it either i don't know maybe
0: it's because usually you hear about the woman giving a bj and so these authors are doing the opposite where it's the reverse. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't see how doing that makes it more comfortable for you to have s-
1: relations after. I don't. I don't yeah. You, I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. I'm like, I get away from me by that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, a, at least give me a chance to recover. I'm not ready for more after that. And yeah, I don't get it. But you know, that's just me. So I, I did finish this book, and okay. then I, I'm i currently on book four in the series. Oh my God. I think well, there's seven I'm- or eight books in the series. Oh, wow. I didn't realize there were so many. I started the Darius book by J.R. Ward, which I told you I wasn't going to start till we got on the plane, but <laughs> yeah. I can't. I'm 50% through the fucking thing already. What the fuck? I'm so. You're- I know, I can't. Well, I'm done reading. I finished this book and I'm like, I am free. I haven't been free in two years. So, you know, what am I going to, I tried to read other books and I just couldn't because I knew this was percolating in my to-be-read pile. And I'm like, I can't take it. I got to read this. So it'll be done okay. before we even get on the plane. Um, but yeah, I get like, well, <laughs> Can't help it. I can read these books, I guess. There's plenty of books. I just... Well, that book I told you about last night, that was free. Downloaded that. So God knows there's a sea of books out there to be read. There are. So that's kind of why
0: I'm reading all of these books. So book two in this series is for Brick. Book three is... The Last Brother. And then actually, book four picks up with the
1: crows. So then we're getting like their side of the story. You know, it was interesting when I started reading this book and they brought up the crows because the first, uh, wasn't that the first book by her that we ever read? was the crow book for the podcast yeah yes probably i started reading her with the damon's mountain series which
0: was not crows i think those were bears also
1: yeah i read all those but i do i do remember the crows and i don't know i actually because of her books look at crows i don't even know how to describe it but like i set food out on my fence for the crows because i've read in something that if you put little gifts out for the crows they will return gifts and leave them for you have you read that i've
0: seen that yeah if you leave them treats and things if you leave them bottle caps or they do like prizes and gifts
1: (laughs) don't we all so i started i would put bread out on the fence for them but then i started thinking well i don't want the freaking rats to because you know i have that problem with the rat so anyway i actually heard it or saw it somewhere recently
0: that crows can actually talk as well and as easily as parrots but they choose not to because they don't like humans and then i actually saw this crow that was talking and it was fucking terrifying (laughs) that's
1: (laughs) hilarious oh my god oh my god that is hilarious well, if they mm-hmm. don't like humans, why do they bring presents? They must like, like some of
0: us. They're very smart. Very, very smart. Yeah. And so really smart. a lot of times they'll bring you gifts in exchange for seeds or nuts or some sort of food or something in return. So I saw this whole video of this guy who had set up this. He had set it up for like trash pickup. So he taught the crows to pick up things that they would find in the neighborhood. They could bring them and like recycle them in his thing. And when they deposited the thing in this contraption he made, then it would spit out treats and seeds and nuts for them. And so they would come constantly and drop off the trash or the bottle caps or the paper clips or whatever they would find in the neighborhood.
1: That is amazing. amazing. they super smart. Well, that I knew. I'm sure they're smarter than me.
0: I like how you only had one book that you were going to you know, plan on reading for the plane or what have you, and then you've <laughs> already read it. <laughs> I uh, can't help it. Well, I have the opposite problem because I realized today I had pre-ordered another Reese Barden book that comes out on oh. October 1st. When we board the plane, I'm going to have three different Reese Barden in books that I can choose from that I've been holding on to that I can read on the plane while we're there whenever I want. And it is really hard to see them on the Kindle and not read them.
1: Yes. Well, especially, you know, Jared Ward is one of my favorite authors and I've read every one of those books. I love them. So yeah, it was really hard and I can justify doing anything. When I was working and selling all that high-end stuff as a designer, I would ask people, do you want me to help you? Because they'd hem and haw and i get it. And I'd be like, if you want, I can I can justify why you need to do this. And a lot of them would say, yeah, go ahead. And I would do it for them. You work hard. You need things. This is an investment in your home and your family. I mean, but I would always ask them first. I don't want to be some bullshit salesperson. You're just putting the service in customer service. That's exactly right. And so- <laughs> Uh, and I tell them, I have this horrible habit for myself where I can justify anything. So that Jared Ward book was just calling to me and I'm like, I'm a little down. I am exhausted. I feel like I have so much to do. I need to reward myself. So why wouldn't I read it? That's all it took. <laughs> Okay. Well, I am holding on to these books. I'm just going to
0: read the Oath of Bane books until we leave. And then I will start with my, the ones I'm actually purchasing from that other author.
1: Yeah. So the other book I finished was the um, Gunner Anna book of that Motorcycle Club. Okay. How was was it? It was good. It was book three, but you know, like I said, she does not mind roughing up her people. Anyway, I have that. I downloaded some Kate Wilde books to take with me on the plane. But I have no intention of reading. I, I hope I'll be busy and I'm sure I'll be so exhausted at night. I, I won't even be able to pick up the Kindle. Oh, and you know what else I downloaded? I downloaded kf breen downloaded uh dropped the eighth book in the magical midlife crisis book called magical midlife battle okay so you're reading so, you downloaded that yeah i downloaded that you know i was so concerned that i was going to read all the books that i wanted to save for the trip that i also think finley fenn is going to be dropping another orc book while we're on vacation so there's that i'm not worried about it i do know that alessa thorne is dropping a book
0: while we're gone oh uh, yeah so i want to try to get that when it comes out that book is actually the start to a new series she wrote it is called Iron Heart, a gargoyles fantasy romance, book one in the Feather and Stone series. She was going to release it later in October, I believe, and she just posted that she can't wait anymore, and she said, thank you, ADD, or something like that, or ADHD, (laughs) and now we get to benefit because she's actually moved the release up to October 6th. I'm definitely getting that as soon as it comes out. I absolutely love her books.
1: I do, too, and I love gargoyles, so... That's another thing. So what are you going to do after you're done today with this? Are you going to start packing
0: I I, I am going to edit this episode I want to try to get this edited and done as quickly as possible so I can fully focus on my freaking out for our trip and the packing I want to do and everything so yeah so if you want to come over at some point and I can show you the shit that I'm bringing you can do that well you tell me when and I'll come over okay oh and then before I forget we are going to be skipping we said this last episode but just to reiterate we're skipping the october 18th and october 25th episodes and we're going to resume on our two-year anniversary which is november 1st
1: yay and we'll hear you all in about our trip and i'm sure we'll be posting pictures on instagram check us out about our Mm -hmm. trip i'm really excited i can't wait i know it's gonna be awesome the bummer thing though is i'm gonna go i've decided i'm gonna try to glue that fucking pot together that I broke. I debated and debated buying this pot because it was $54 and I never spend that much money on a pot, but it was super pretty Talavera pot. I have had it for months because I wanted to be really particular about what I put in it. I finally found a plant to put in it yesterday, took it outside, filled it up with the special dirt for the special plant Went to move it into the sun. And as soon as I set it on the concrete, that tap from the concrete shattered the fucking pot into a bunch of pieces. And it was just a pile of dirt and broken shards.
0: So you're going to try to fix it?
1: Yeah. So I got to be really careful. I don't slice the shit out of my hands or you will be driving me to the emergency room today. And I'll be going to Um, Scotland with stitches.
0: Can you put gloves on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can I or will I? Exactly.
0: Yes.
1: yes, I can. <laughs> the problem is, using gloves is that I can't, they're so thick, I can't feel what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, but you also can't feel the shards slicing through your arteries. Yeah, let me tell you, I finally got my venting metal slats out of my vent in the kitchen to wash because there's a little thing that lights up when it says your vents are dirty you need to clean them and I didn't realize that because they're metal every one of those pieces of metal is sharper than fuck and so at the very beginning I sliced my both my hands like you yeah like you wouldn't believe it I'm like motherfucker it's like those planter boxes I put together I didn't realize (laughs) Well, I didn't know. What do I know? Oh, God. And trying to get them back in was the worst. I got them out, got them washed, got them dried. And I, for the life of me, couldn't get them back in. So, of course, I sliced myself up more. And I put oven mitts on. Finally. (laughs) 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 Because I'm like, this is horrible. My fingers hurt so bad and they're bleeding. So, I put oven mitts on to finally get them back into so they're not dusty but they are bloody great (laughs) no (laughs) they are not bloody anymore don't say oh that. My gosh. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I I won't do anything dangerous today. Okay, how's that?
0: Okay, great. So maybe um you can come over today or Saturday morning to look at the shit I'm going to be packing. It shouldn't take long. I'll just I'll just show you the things that I have. The only thing I need to buy still is some pants, but otherwise all my tops are picked out. Okay. and packed.
1: All right. Well, send me a text and let me know what time okay. Saturday morning. I have I have to go to the grocery store. If for no, what are you reason buying I at have- the grocery store? You're leaving three days later. Jesus Christ! Okay. <laughs> Stop being the boss of me. For the love of God, <laughs> I, I listen. It's important. I have Linda. Listen, listen. <laughs> I have to pick up two prescriptions before we leave because I'm going to mm-hmm. run out in the middle of our vacation. Is that okay with you, Miss Boss of my life? yes that's allowable okay thank you (laughs) jesus oh gosh i thought i had enough but when i did those little pill dispenser things i'm like fuck i'm gonna run out i need an emergency refill so i gotta go get them oh yeah good thing you noticed oh i can always bring my stuff
0: to you too i just have like i'm I'm packing them in the cube so i could just bring my couple little cubes over if i needed to
1: well are the girls home would I actually we'll figure it my, out? Are my grandchildren in college yet? I haven't seen them in so long. Yes, they're
0: they're away in college. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you might as well come here. Okay. Yeah, I wish my house would be so peaceful, but
1: oh, you'll miss yeah. them. I miss you every day. Oh, I know. I tease. All right, good. All right, babe. Uh, Well, Text me. Let me know what you want to do. I'm free as a bird. So you tell me. Okay. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. All right,
0: honey. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books Podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast, our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com and check the show notes for a link to all of our social media.